1: People wondering where's T. Raj's yell. T.
2: Raj got a couple days off. Good. Clinton Yates in the house here. I walked in today and I curtsied because I have the honor of doing a program with the host of the year, Alan Slewa I wanted Let's to go. show the necessary deference yeah. to his greatness. Every
3: your time humility that, every
2: washes time that over. It comes on. I feel like <laughs> the, I just need to kick back. <laughs> your humility, my feet up, and your what is the word? Your grace. Something like that. All of that washes Something over like all of that. us. What is going on? Nothing Yates? much, How are you man.
1: How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm good doing today. Good. I'm doing good. All right, we got a, uh, got a lot going on today. Yeah. You know, I had dinner with Greg Bergman. I want to talk a little bit about that yesterday. Okay. A little bit of. Uh, Let's just say Burke picked up the uh, picked up the bill. Wow, okay. I was not expecting that. Awesome. Wow, yes. okay, we're yeah, coming through. Oh, on you that. really
2: are making moves. I with don't know people. what's
1: going on. Um, you went to the Dodger game yesterday. I was at the ballpark last night. I got stories from there. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. The Dodgers really really getting comfortable with blowing leads late in the game. So they're becoming <laughs> that's becoming a, I think a, a new roller coaster towards the end of games. Morales is going to come throughout the show because we got U.S. Open starting, so we'll have updates, uh, kind of a leaderboard update throughout the show. Got that live on a side screen here as well. Yep, and then so every Thursday we do our draft, right? Our snake draft, and tonight or tonight today we'll be doing it at noon, and because it's the anniversary of Bull Durham, that's right, M. Right, is the anniversary mm-hmm. of Bull Durham. We're and without do,
4: Travis, man, he I loves know. that movie. Well, let's
2: okay, let's let's not get too crazy here. Some of <laughs> us have actually thrown out first pitches at a mm. Durham Bulls game. Of and course, by some of, of us, course. I mean me. So we've
1: and got you on their
4: Instagram, Thank you know. We've yeah. got
2: the Durham Bulls covered on that
1: front. Okay, so the idea and the concept you could hit us on Twitter at any time. Greatest sports movies of all time. So that's gonna be our draft. And what happens a lot of the time is we'll do a draft and then people are going to yell at us and say how right. did you not include this movie yeah
4: where's ted <laughs> where's yeah, ted I think the, the, ted
1: <laughs> comes up
2: every time from the greatest of all drafts which i was there for the bear draft yes. by the way
1: but i think yeah the bear draft the
2: bear draft was it. super strong that
1: might have been the most popular of all the drafts but with all that being said instead of yelling at us after you could yell at us before right. so if you have your suggestions hit up on hit us up on twitter of greatest
2: sports movies of i will all time. say this mm-hmm. I might go blind on this. Like I might just do them all off the top of my head. I've known enough no sports prep. movies. Even if we could do baseball movies and I could probably go off the top of my head. This might be a no prep step situation for me. So, I think baseball To make it more fun. I would say
1: of all the sports movies out there, the baseball themed ones are my favorite sure they're
4: the most nostalgic i feel like they're yeah, all this like that. corny lovey feely parts of it um but i what a baseball movie is my top choice so we'll see what Ooh.
1: happens to that oh those are You're gonna probably board. go first yeah do we, do we already know the order oh yeah or we, we have know the no order <laughs> Okay. Cameron, how do you feel about uh, the order? Emily, one no, through no, four? No,
2: no. Yeah. What doing. How's it going?
4: <laughs> All right. So, the order. Uh, I feel like,
2: as the guest picker, I should get the first pick.
4: Uh, That's incorrect. You're not wow. going to. So, wow. uh, <laughs> the order. Uh, is, Emily makes
2: the rules here. Yes, clearly. My bad. Let uh, me step off.
4: It's Sliwa then Emily, then Clinton, then Taylor. Uh, I don't All think I've right?
2: first. Three slots, a bad slot. You don't it get is. either the double pick, <laughs> nor are you second. That's a tough go
1: for
4: it's me It's a snake, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, I <laughs> will right, we'll do that
2: at noon. Yeah, Yeah, looking forward to that. Okay, so
1: we're talking, you said that you went to the Dodger game yesterday.
2: Yeah, so last night it was... Before you get into the details. Okay.
1: You said that, I didn't even know this existed. (laughs) You said that, yeah, do you have one of those passes where you can go to any game? Right, that's what I asked you. Yep, and I said, no habla ingles. (laughs) And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about because... For the Lakers games, and I'm sure this, this happens for the NBA. I'm sure a Ramona or a Windhorse or a, mm-hmm. maybe Dave McMenamin, something yeah, like Mac that. Yeah, Mac 10. I think there are probably passes that they get through the NBA that it doesn't matter what arena that you come to, come to any arena and you're in through your media pass. Yes. So
2: you have that for baseball? Correct. Now, the reason why it's useful is because, you know, when you write about stuff, the beat writers, it's one thing. You got to be there every day. You're yeah, doing that daily grind. That's a grind. But as a national writer, there's different ballparks that I may or may not get to depending on the situation. So they have passes such that if you go to the game, yeah, it's typically considered kind to give a courtesy. Hey, I'm going to be there. If mm-hmm. it's a huge game, let's just say, I don't know. I'm not going to walk into Yankees-Mets and be like, where's my seat at Citi Field? That's Which not how that's going to happen. Which would be kind of cool if you did that. <laughs> that. I'm not the host of the year, though. You are so,
4: TV's Clinton Yates. That's though, so.
2: true. So that's that's in play, but it's certainly not how I play the game. Okay. Now, home games, it's a little different. As in Dodgers games, home market games, where you just can go. and, and that's, It's a Wednesday game. So Wednesday it's a Wednesday like, game. It's, it's the, White the Sox. Chai Sox. Yep. You know, nobody's really there anyway. So that's exactly what I did. I just went to the park. Went there. I was writing a story because last night Mm -hmm. was Black Heritage Night. Mm. There was a giveaway for the special tickets, the special seats. You guys all know how that works. Where they gave away a customized Mookie Betts jersey that, to describe it to the listeners, it had, I honestly didn't like the way the jersey looked that much, but that's another story. Mm -hmm. It had a gray front. It sort of looks like a mix between a Padres and a Dodgers jersey. Look it up. And the reason why is because the... What we'll just call an African print trim is sort of a brown base. And so there's blue sleeves, a gray centerpiece, and then Mookie's number and name on the back. Now, it was cool and obviously, you know, obviously a good cause. But the thing was, and this is, you know, I don't want to get too far down into this, but. The Heritage Nights are interesting because you never really know what you're going to get, and I realize that I've never been to a park okay. when I was the target audience outside of like a Star Wars night, which is not really the same thing, mm-hmm. mind you. I did go to the special night for Star Wars earlier this year, separate matter. I did not use my media card. What was the giveaway? That. Baby Yoda hat with the ears. Scully. Yeah. Good. Great. Good. Great decision out of me. Um, but I was like, I've never been at a park when I was sort of the target audience. And then I don't just mean in terms of like race stuff, but you know, sometimes they have like sorority nights or school nights or things yeah. like that where you know it's it's designed to market to a certain type of crowd. I've never been to one of those. And I was like, oh, I wonder what this is gonna be like. Now, I tweeted this yesterday. Now, in the community and by the community, I mean black folks, there are certain units of measurement that we use that are not necessarily the same as other things. And yep. I remember my first thought when I walked in and saw this, I said, oh, there are a rack of black folks out here. You know what I'm saying? A rack is a unit of measurement. A rack is not a whole rack, which means a lot more like a rack plus. I was like, oh, there's a rack of black folks. That was the first Mm -hmm. thing I said. And some guy tweeted me and he said, I would say there's a grip black folks. I was like, but a grip is less than a rack. So my point is, is that it was a nice vibe. They didn't overdo it. It wasn't feeling... 40 like plus thousand. Pandering. I thought, I thought there I were a lot of people 000, there yeah. in general for mm-hmm. a Wednesday night game against the team and the White Sox that aren't doing a whole lot, but it was a fun night. They had uh, a nice little preamble thing that they did where they talked about the history of the Dodgers and I don't just mean Jackie Robinson I mean they actually went into what the problems are and for those of you who know me I write about this kind of stuff a lot my point is that the franchise did it well Johnson. I enjoyed that and we know what controversies they've been in regarding these types of nights in previous weeks and one coming up mm-hmm. so I was there to see that I had a good time I saw a lot of sisters there and if you get to the ballpark a lot you don't necessarily see a lot of sisters at the yard all the time but I was very glad to see that so unfortunately the bullpen collapsed well, that's almost like the theme here. That's that's not okay, even okay. news so, anymore. So, yeah,
1: before before we do that, and we got some interesting sound from Dave Roberts. He's sure. Very frustrated. He was. He had some interesting quotes like this about a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago or so. Yeah.
4: A little more tame.
1: Yeah, a little bit more tame, but he's certainly frustrated with Kershaw going. I think six gave up two, and then ends up. Uh, you know, Dodgers end up giving up eight runs. My my question before we mm-hmm. get even to the. Yeah, Dodgers. no, I'm not
2: going too far into it. Yeah. Um, so, how many times have you used this past this year? <laughs> this year, I've probably used it three or four times. Okay. I've For only, Dodger games? Only yeah, Dodger I've only games. used it in L.A., though. Okay. And I, I've taken it, I took it with A me. Petco action coming. Anytime? I took it with me to San Francisco oh, when yeah, I yeah, went, yeah. but I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. But I could use it. I was going to use it to go to Sunday Night Baseball when the Dodgers were down there at Petco but I didn't because I actually didn't end up going at all because I just didn't want to sleep overnight in uh, San Diego on a Sunday. Very underrated pass that you have It's pretty clutch because it also means that anything you want to see is in play as long as you get there. Now listen, you don't show up, young young journalists and young broadcasters, you don't show up to the park with your season pass and then go hang out with your friends and get hammered. That's so, not the move. Right, but you got hammered yesterday? No. With your friends? I did not. I did not. I hammered. covered the game. As you can tell from my voice, I talked to Dave in the dugout before the game, which, by the way, this guy's dealing with a ton. He's answering questions about injury after injury after injury after yeah. injury, and I'm just like, my man is out here like a medical doctor with a chart. Can we get to the baseball? He's chalk talking the different degrees of Max Munty's knees and all these other things. I'm like, man, what a tough gig, but no. Don't take your season pass and go get banged up with your friends. Be professional. That's the idea. All right. So when I was in when I was San Diego and uh, at the time I was
1: working for the Padres radio broadcast. Okay. We would have so like this pass that you had. We had Ace Parking basically owns every parking lot in San Diego <laughs> at least back in the day. Okay? Right. And what you're talking about here, where it's like that's pretty cool. You get this pass, you use it, bro. This Ace Parking Pass, I don't know how many different times... Capable. You go to the airport, Ace Parking. You go to a restaurant, Ace Parking. You're in downtown, Ace Parking. Okay. These passes that, you know... And I only had it until I worked there when I worked... When, when it was done, it was like, yeah, why don't you give us back that pass? <laughs> but... These don't come very often, no. and if you have one, and I'm sure everybody has, or maybe a, through work or something along those lines, they have something that it's just like you can't put a price tag. One to it. solid hookup that is priceless. You exactly. can't put a price tag to it. But that was uh, that was one for parking. Okay, so you started mentioning, and I think this is interesting because you mentioned all the injuries. Something happening with the Dodgers. I understand they lost again yesterday. I understand that you look at the score, eight. They gave up six runs in the final two innings of the game, three in the it. eighth and three in the ninth. Can't do it. But I want to, I want to, I want to kind of, as best as I can, put it in perspective because I think what's not being talked about with the Dodgers is where they're sitting with all the injuries that they've already had this year. I Mm -hmm. think there's just instant, hey, why aren't we winning every game? Why are we losing games? There's a little bit of a panic. We could do that coming up next. Stay right here. Uh, T-Raj is out. Clinton Yates is in. Stay right here. Seven ten. ESPN.
3: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
1: All right, T-Raj, uh, out today, out tomorrow. He'll be at the U.S. Open tomorrow. Is that right? So he's got a game plan. He says he's going to get there around 7 a.m. or something
2: like that. Uh-huh. He's going to
1: be there all day.
2: I'm like, is T-Raj a guy that dresses like he's going to potentially swing a club when he goes to I the golf course? i imagine that's
0: going to be, Taylor, or, don't
2: you think? Or I, is it I, that I, his regular gear also already assimilates golf gear enough that that's not really a thing?
0: I've never been to a golf event, but I would imagine all the fans are kind of dressed that way, right? I yeah, but some guys. I can see Trav
2: actually bringing three, four clubs with (laughs) him. Well,
1: some guys. I mean, some
2: guys will wear spikes to walk the course, and it's like (laughs) my guy respectfully they're not gonna ask you to get in that bunker i don't
0: think he's gonna wear vans flop
2: and flop from i I would not be surprised if he wears you think he's
0: gonna be a vans he played pickleball in vans
2: (laughs) that's 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 true that's the key question is whether or not he wears the vans
4: i think i would bet that yes because i think it has to do with like he has to do a lot of walking he doesn't want to hurt his feet or his back because he's so old i think he has the (laughs) van stuff he
2: doesn't stretch that's true to be fair though I might, I might I might be off about his regular day to day look. We've talked about this before. When he wears I saw his him at, all the time. when I saw him at Keyshawn's party, he actually had like a cool shirt on yeah. and some some Versace. like some board <laughs> shorts, and I was yeah, just like, oh right. Shirt on. So maybe he won't dress like a golfer.
1: Trav mm. always wears brand names: Versace, <laughs> Kirkland. It just kind of <laughs> rotates. ESPN LA, ESPN right. LA. You know,
2: it's a serious collection. So <laughs> good. I hope he has fun. That'll be that'll be good.
1: All right. So last night um, the Dodgers uh, lose eight four to the White Sox mm-hmm. and. I, okay you tell me this you and Greg do your blue review yep Monday through Friday on YouTube check it out they they're putting up Dodgers content on a daily basis correct um I think there's a couple different ways to look at the Dodgers I'm, I let me let me try my best to if you'd have told me that we're almost 70 games into the season mm-hmm. that the Dodgers are sitting eight games over 500 and they got the third best record in the NL. God bless the Arizona Diamondbacks. I know they're leading the division. I think the just question is is that really sustainable? Are right. the Diamondbacks really going to be in 2 months from now are they still 3-4 games up in the division? Maybe they are. I Perhaps. just think they're they're so early in their um in their they got so many youngsters. They just shouldn't be having this much success. Right. But if I had told you before the season started, the Dodgers are 8 games over 500. Gavin Lux Does not get to play this year. Walker Buehler, most likely not going to be a part of the entire season. Lost season. Dustin May, you got a little bit out of him in the beginning. And here now he's going to – I know he's just on the 60-day IL. We'll see what happens Arguably another lost season. Arguably another lost season. Um, Julio, it's not like you have – It's not like Julio's been there the entire time. And Julio's also been, he's been okay this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Through all of that, the Dodgers, which didn't go out there and make some big splashes in the offseason, they're right in the thick of it. They're right in the mix. Now, I'm not trying to justify how bad their bullpen is because I think their bullpen in just the month of June six-and-a-half ERA, something like that, in just the month of June. They're mm-hmm. one of the worst bullpens in all of Major League Baseball. They're not going to win a World Series if their bullpen is like this. No. That's
2: just that's, that's- – They arguably won't make – I mean, I could say they're not going to make the playoffs, but, like, it's – <clears throat> it's at a point now where can I can I just make
1: yeah. the argument based on all that? If I told you all this is going to be in front of the Dodgers, yet they're sitting at 38 and 30. They got the third best record in the NL. They're right in the thick of it with Arizona and um and the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Now granted, there's also a lot of teams hovering around that record as well. Can I make the argument that, yes, I know there's some frustration with the Dodgers, but they also have a lot of elements that that I guess nobody really expected?
2: You could make that argument, but I would say this is why they play the games. And the numbers that you derive from such things are one thing, but what you see in front of your eyeballs – Again, I say this a lot. Use the two eyes in front of you. Forget the third eye often because watching the baseball, Mm -hmm. you can tell this is not World Series winning baseball. This isn't even right now NL West winning baseball, never mind pennant winning baseball. And to me, last night was the perfect Perfect example. example. You know, they get a couple runs up on the board. Next thing you know, you go to the bullpen. And not only because of the injury elements, Lee, and this is where this is extra difficult if I'm thinking about Dave Roberts you're dealing with injury and you're also dealing with a bullpen via front office strategies that I don't even know that the everyday person agrees with. The whole we don't have a closer, what we do to leverage certain guys in certain scenarios, I, that alone is worth a discussion, never mind the decisions Robert specifically makes. So like last night... Can I can I ask you this The on the closer front? How much of that
1: is... How much of that has leaked to what percentage of baseball teams right now are saying, let's take the strategy that the Dodgers are using, saying not use a night.
2: The not, good ones? Not use a closer in the night. The good ones? None. Any team. I Any mean, team. <clears throat> the good ones, next to none. Because the reason why is because the way that you operate when it comes to your bullpen management is that you count out backwards. And the way that you want to do that is if you have a closer who you know can get you at least an attempt at the last three. Then you set up and you backfill from there. You can do it another way. You can say, it's like saying, I'm not going to figure out my destination until I come upon a sign that I know has the name on it. As opposed to, here's where it is, Mm. these are the points we're going to hit along the way. They're just two different strategies, one of which has proven to work, one of which is still kind of up in the air. But my point is is that it's a difficult thing for Dave because he doesn't even have his full complement of dudes when it comes to what is normally going to be set up. And on top of that, there's this strategy element. So, for example, last night I'm going to read a tweet here from somebody that says... Feels like once you basically committed to risking the game to save arms, mind you, because they don't know what they're going to do from a starter standpoint um, mm-hmm. coming up this weekend, you can't bring in Victor Gonzalez for one out with like minimal percentage to win. There are decisions within the decisions that are mm. tough that I don't necessarily agree with all the time that I'm not going to quibble with the big league manager over, but it's an indication of how difficult this season has been. Think of this. This is from Fabian. This stat last night. okay, The Dodgers' bullpen has now allowed... 135 earned runs in 253 in the third innings this season. Guess how many earned runs they allowed all of last season? What was it? 185. That's only 50 more. We're in June, and they're at 135. Do you see what I'm saying? There is a talent problem. There's arguably a man management problem. And on top of that, there's an injury problem. Mm -hmm. You can't win a World Series like that. In addition, you can't win a World Series when you're getting guys on and your top guys can't hit them in. The lineup is not the issue. The Staff is the issue, but when you combine the two things, sure they're over 500, sure they're in the mix, they're a good baseball team. Mm-hmm. But you can't expect that to ride anywhere when you get down to short series and you get down to better competition. That's so, the issue, Sleek. Going forward, the view is murky. So Almonte gives up two runs yesterday,
1: Vezia gives up a run, uh, Scott gives up three runs. That was in the ninth, I want to say. Yeah, so. The problem that the Dodgers have too—it's not like it's one dude having trouble. Right, it's multiple guys.
2: This isn't a Kenley Jansen situation.
1: No, you got, and I think they had used Evan Phillips the night before, which I—you're up five nothing. I think at one point, do you want to use him then? Again. And so that I think that's the game within the game that yes. you're talking about, saying, "Why don't you save this dude? He's your most reliable pitcher that you have." Save him. If you don't need to use him, don't use him so that you could potentially use him in last night's game. Right. And, and remember, it's not like the score was 6-4 to four in the fourth. It was 4-2 to two going into the eighth with the Dodgers. That's a
2: game you should win. That's a game that you should win. And that's uh, what I've been saying all season is that if we look at what this team is mm-hmm. and we look at who the competition is, because again... I hate to say this, Los Angeles is, the, fans, the competition part you're not is... playing this game in a vacuum. You're playing against other teams, and other teams have dudes. And the White Sox are coming off a pretty disappointing situation last year, and they've got all sorts of issues up in the air with T.A., Tim Anderson, their shortstop. Yeah. He wants to get out of town, blah, blah, blah. But there's talent there. You know, you can't just say, oh, well, if we do it right, it's going to work. No, if you do it right, you've got a chance for it to work, and oftentimes the Dodgers will come out on the wrong end of those chances. And what I've been saying to Greg on Blue Review, check it out, by the way, if you want to. It not just has a YouTube component, it's on YouTube. Shouts to AK. Wow. Um, I'm saying that, like, the expectation level for me from the beginning of this season to the right now has dropped probably about 10 wins. Just on looking at the competition, like, last year, 100-win team, nothing. 90, okay, but if this team gets to 90 wins, I will be surprised. That will mean something will have changed in terms of whether or not they decided they wanted to raid Oklahoma City, or Tulsa for that matter, my point being the farm, or whether or not they want to start making deals before this trade deadline and figure out what they want to do. Because when you've got 26, 25-year-old catchers sitting in your farm system Mm -hmm. who were top five guys in your farm system, and you've got Austin Barnes, who can barely hit the ball out of the infield more than once a week. Mm -hmm. Like... Something's got to give here. And I understand why he's there. Clayton Kershaw, et cetera, et cetera. But at, at some point, you've got to say, look, we've got our system for a reason, either to trade from or bring up from. And when your injuries are looking like this and there's certain parts of the lineup you can adjust, I think it's time for some adjustments to be made on that front because the Dodgers can't win games they should be winning. All right, listen to Dave Roberts talking about
1: the uh, how frustrated last night's game was. It's very frustrating
5: and they got to be done. With
0: execution. It's not workload. It's not the right lanes or the wrong lanes. It's they need to be better, period.
1: Um, this is him talking about how there's no momentum either. Well,
0: right now, there's no momentum. When you get guys in school, you just got to put them across on play, and then you got to put up zeros You know, once you do that.
1: So it's funny because there were a couple different times that Travis and I would have this conversation about what decision, who's coming <laughs> in, this, that. And Trav said that I don't think he's making the decision. I'm like, Trav, come on. We're in June. Yeah. Don't tell me that. If you want to make the case that in October Dave Roberts isn't making a decision based upon whatever it is they got their strategy and this is what they're going to do and everything is based off the analytics, I get that in October. But don't tell me in June that they're not that he's not making decisions about who to bring in this that and he's like, no, I don't think they're bringing. I, I don't think he's making the decisions. I think it's kind of there's a pre-planned type of thing that they so have. So that's
2: on. that's that's more so. Close. It's not a situation where somebody picks up the phone and says, "Hey, Dave, sure. Evan Phillips isn't throwing right now. You're going." There's a game plan coming in. You're going to Bruce Dahl. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's more of like something closer to Emily knows as well. A chart that a football team has for like a two point conversion situation. Certain scenarios yeah. indicate certain things from a strength standpoint, from a matchup standpoint, and you can disagree or agree with those, but. Ultimately, this is where I have a problem with teams that consider themselves analytics-based, and I understand that that's a very loose and crude term for squads that use data to try to get their strategies right. But my point is, is that that's where, again, the two eyes in front of you, over time, is where that adds up. It's not just decision to decision. Mm-hmm. And if you take the uh, the opportunity to make decisions out of guys' hands based on whatever math or whatever formulas, over time your ability to see what you need to see with your eyeballs mm-hmm. erodes too. And that might be closer to where we are. Yeah, okay, play the math. The math ain't mathing. As they like to say on the yeah. internet, so let the guy with the actual baseball experience—and I just mean that in terms of being in the dugout and in the clubhouse—make a decision. I don't know where we are on that in between, but I can tell you that the sound of frustration in his voice, yeah, you can tell, has a lot to do with it. But it, he is right; execution is always going to be a bigger deal mm-hmm. than preparation. That's the whole point of again playing the games. The Dodgers bullpen is the least. Well-executed version of themselves that they've been in a long time. The math ain't mathin. You said is on the
1: internet. <laughs> yes, I haven't seen the math ain't mathin on there.
2: You've never. You're not familiar with that term.
1: If other I've people I've heard have, about it. I you know, to,
4: there's the, there's the many things. Like the thing isn't. I want whatever. To use Cody's it.
1: back there.
2: You never heard that either. Cody's never heard it either. I wow. want
1: to use Goodness. it. I'd like to. Carlos had got his hands up saying he hasn't seen it. I'd like Goodness to see gracious. it. Uh, put it this way. God, I, don't well, I mean, need I to said we will go to one Black to,
2: Heritage Night. All of a sudden, I'm educating everybody. On I what's want to
1: use it. Yeah. At some point in this show, I want to say the math. Okay, here's
2: here's, here's a great example. Okay. Here's a great example. Mm -hmm. How old is LeBron James? Uh, 38. How much more money is he going to be paid on his contract? Uh, He's got 97 due. How many games a year is he missing? Um. Let's
1: say he's missing thirty-ish. The math ain't math. In. The math ain't math. In, or everybody. you could
4: also say that. <laughs> you, see uh, I mean, you see what I mean, You see what I mean, Okay, I got it. I got another. Here's, another. here's an example too. Yeah. And Clinton, double check if this is right. Okay. So uh, I will do the list and the order for our snake draft. The and math ain't math
2: in there. I'll <laughs> tell exactly. You that right Never there. math. In. That
4: Emily is typically in a good position. The math ain't math in. <laughs> right. That's the exactly credit card.
2: right. Well played.
1: The debt on my credit card versus my income. <laughs> the math ain't math in. You all got it. Right. When we come back, I want to spend all the time. I had some uh, dinner on the with, math, with yeah. Bergman yesterday. Oh,
2: math, definitely math it on that one if he picked up the tab.
1: He picked up the tab. By the way, why does... Uh, we'll get into it. The food just tastes so much better when you know you don't have to pay <laughs> for anything. Um, there's certain items that we ordered, and I'm very curious for if, the table. if this would have made your dinner table. We I went, can't wait for this. We went... Emily kind of has an idea what I'm talking about, because I like to do you know, sushi for the Super Bowl or sure. ramen, things that have nothing yeah. to do with sports. So we'll do that coming up next. Nice. Uh, stay right here. Travis and with Show. Yates in the house, 710 ESPN.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: All right, uh, Clinton Yates in the house. Um, Can we so, just say quickly, hold on. I know yeah. we're going to get to you and Greg, but you guys weren't listening to that. Slee just chalk-talking diagrammed an outfield assist yeah. to me in the break. I don't think wow. I've ever heard him this excited about baseball. No, it was, it was a good point. Clearly, clearly, was not talking about the Dodgers, but... That's never happened before. That was that was a new one. That was my maiden voyage with sleep, baseball analysis. Welcome to Blue Review. Thank you, man. Thank <laughs> you. Welcome to Blue Review. Okay, so-
1: A
4: seam head. Right, you know exactly.
2: So we go to, um,
1: he's nice enough, Berg's nice enough to come out to uh, Pasadena yesterday. The Dina? Okay. So I don't have to do much. I'm literally like, all right, I well, that sounds That's <laughs> the host good. of the
2: year. Membership has its privileges.
1: You um, gotta come to a, Make a-, <laughs> make a uh, So he's done with the show, so he probably gets there around five, five fifteen, or something like that. So we go to a restaurant, Uh, good restaurant. It's um, you you, it's it's Asian fusion, maybe you want to call it like that. My favorite. Um, so it's called Bone Kettle in Pasadena. You tell me if, and I I think maybe Berg was just feeling good. Oysters,
0: oof. Greg orders oysters. Okay, you an oysters fan at all? There, I tolerate them. I'm about. I'm kind of. Closer to middle than Emily on it, but a- Emily.
4: Yeah. No, thank you.
0: No, thank you. Okay. Are you an oysters fan? Uh, yeah. Oysters
2: are the kind of thing I will typically eat <laughs> when I'm by myself.
1: Okay. Or
4: you know, on a date.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We
1: are on a <laughs> for, date for separate basically. reasons. There's, there's, yeah. Separate yes. reasons for the date. Well, okay, Let me just say this. There was a happy hour menu, so we did a little bit <laughs> off the. Oh, happy little hour sampling. Menu. Oysters sure. was one of them. For the table. Um. Bone marrow. Okay. Have you guys had? And you tell me. Mm-hmm. So in this specific case, you know, huge, basically huge blocks of the of the bone, bone marrow there, and it comes with um, a bread, grilled baguettes. Yeah. So you're basically, it's it's like a butter. That's that reasonably you're just standard using. as a serve.
4: Mega fancy on this. The- <laughs>
1: Again, I'm gonna go back to this. I don't know what Berg was feeling. Berg was feeling really good. So Berg was doing it. You ordering
2: that at a at a dinner or no? That's I'm trying to impress somebody if I'm going with the bone marrow. This is
4: very date material. Yeah, at, bone this marrow, point, at this oysters, point, I'm on, I'm, I'm rounding
2: second base if you get my meaning when the bone marrow comes out. Okay, but let me let me say this. I'm kind of pushing
1: all this because I've been to this restaurant before. Okay. So I am I'm kind of like Trust Dropping me, hints. Trust me, we should try the bone marrow. It's, all right. it's delicious. Um, got some wings, but the wings—you know—it's not like your wings. regular.
2: Yeah. Okay, let's slow down. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 pause right there. If I'm starting with oysters and I'm moving to bone marrow, wings, well, wings are all came way before, off the <laughs> table. Wings came before the. Wings bone are B-dubs. On up type. Yeah, you level. can get
4: that anywhere. Bone marrow some, and oysters is very l- like, wings, specific. Right, me, wings let never let got let
0: through the dress you code let me at me tell you that me point. Get some mozzarella sticks. <laughs>
4: some, some poppers. Yeah, <laughs> some potato wedges.
1: Let me <laughs> let me tell you something. These are not your. You know, look. There's certain spots. I, I, I know a lot of places make wings, but there's other places that it's got. Like I said, Asian fusion. So the sure, sort of a sriracha sriracha
2: aioli situation. The yeah.
1: But wings, they're still
4: fried wings. The yeah. wings
1: are delicious i mean completely sure, yeah so we had that okay and then went on i did he didn't do this but they're known for their um they're known for their broth and their ramen right so i was doing i was doing ramen so i ended up doing that it was a very um hold on hold, on hold on yeah. what
2: was the what was the consumption on the liquids side um did we get did we did we get after it a little I bit? I just had a beer. You had a beer. Okay. Yeah. And right. and he
1: just had one drink
2: as he well. He was driving. So you guys were driving. Us, yeah. Right. Both
1: of us just, just had one drink. So we didn't go crazy there. All right. But it was a lot of different type of food. I don't know if Taylor's in on this. I don't know if Taylor's like sitting on the side like, no, nah, I'm good, guys. I won't touch any of it. But the food was freaking amazing. Okay. Let me and let me And then Berg at the end just took his credit card. Like the champion wow. he
2: is, and just said, "No, no, no, I got this one." I'm like Burke, we could just
1: split. It It it's sounds
4: fine. like a lovely date, you guys. I had. hope you
2: guys were watching on YouTube there because the level of fortitude with which yeah. he just dis- displayed the, yeah. you know, it wasn't like a sneaky Burke came in. Like, no, 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 I got this one. I'm like,
1: okay, I know other people can hear. It's fine. <laughs> you got it.
2: Um. So two things. Again, to to complete my point, uh-huh. once chicken wings enter the chat. Did it change the dynamic? It completely. Completely. <laughs> if we're going oysters, bone marrow, I'm expecting us kids. <laughs> I'm expecting us to get to closer to a bacon wrapped scallop, uh-huh. perhaps something on a skewer. I am not downshifting.
4: Some like, I don't know, some sort of like dumpling to Sure. Yeah, I'll even yeah.
2: give you a dumpling. I'm not downshifting to wings at that stage. Primarily because typically you I'm also not a wings as an appetizer. Are these regular guy. wings. These are no; those are not regular wings. I am a wings as a main. Are those guy. regular wings? No, these, I wouldn't does, even call these wings. But does that not match some of the food that I'm talking about? Maybe. So what we're looking at here is sort of a a fried. A fr- I, I mean they're wings. I can't no, even tell ultimately. which parts of the chicken these are. Like ultimately, one's a thigh, one's a you know, one's a leg. There's a there's a what oh, I'll call so a a soy drizzle, they're if big, you will, yeah. on this. This these these would not identify as wings to me. But how do I describe it? I mean that's that's well, ultimately all the menu what say. they are. It is I, I guess that is what the menu said. It's more like a uh I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's menu, such a random assortment
0: of food though. How's how's the, how's the, the, the stomach me- doing? The
1: menu says chicken <laughs> wings. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, that's, that's, a, that's not your regular chicken wings. No, they don't. No. Not in a box or anything. Right.
2: No, that's that's a good look. That, yeah. I mean, that, listen, that's that's less far afield than I thought it was going yeah, to be. as I, long
4: as I could have ranch with that, I'm good.
2: <laughs> There's no celery and no carrots coming <laughs> she with keeps those. Keeps going back to the ranch. I'll tell you that much. But I do think that the bone broth, not bone broth, the, the bone, bone marrow, marrow, bone marrow is one of those interesting things that if I you've eaten food around, the, the, bowl, world, it, it around the world or from around the world. Bone marrow is not like some super delicacy. You can buy bone marrow in street meat places all over Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. and it'll cost you next to nothing. Mm. But it's one of those things that because people didn't know a whole lot about, by the time it gets to the U.S., it's a delicacy, and it's like, oh, y'all got that bone marrow? You know what I mean? Let me upcharge you for the just, bone yeah, marrow. I was just gonna say, and, and then it's they like, just throw a ridiculous right, price on there. And you're like, what is this? Like, I could get. I mean, of course, you know that's the cost of culture. I and mean, that's- it's
4: like lobster. Lobster used to be super cheap, and essentially, it was prison food for a while, and now it's one of the most expensive things you can buy in most menus. Just Did kind you of- know
1: that the Emily, reason why that is is you go to lobster? Lobster. Yeah, I was going to
2: say, Emily has lobster
4: No, she's five right. A week. You know this. Fun, That's historically right.
2: Fun fact, the reason why lobster is so expensive is because it regulates the prices of all the other fish in the market. That's what the thing is. Once the demand for lobster changed to the point that it was priced so high- Some people you go to the slammer to get lobster. <laughs> you couldn't price the other fish the same way. I'm not a lobster guy. I'm a crab guy. Way
1: better.
4: Lobster's too rich. Uh, We sound so hoity-toity right now on this show. I don't think lobster tastes good.
1: Listen, that wasn't the goal of mine. Was to make it sound like that. It was more Bergman was Bergman wasn't moving outside of
2: his his typical. Something changed yesterday with Bergman. Because there's a the lot presence. of times
1: Travis sitting here and he's like, you know, I love this from Del Taco. And, and he gets his sushi from Albertson's, right? Like that, right. that is definitely more of the show. And then any time that I mention I go to a place that isn't fast food, Travis is like, tell
2: me more about it. Right. I'm he like, wants Travis, to know. no,
1: these restaurants are everywhere. This is not – they didn't just start creating these restaurants. They
2: didn't open them up once they knew that the host of the year was walking through the door. I will say,
1: and I think everyone would agree with this, any time you go – whatever it is, dinner, lunch, you got a family get-together, something like that, or whatever the case is, and you
2: have nothing to do with the bill, Oh, come on. Great feeling. The only better feeling is the handle-out-of-nowhere situation, okay, where sometimes there's a group of people, and this has happened to me before, a group of people who are otherwise affiliated, who know each other, but nobody's necessarily that tight, and folks are going around, and it's like, hey, I don't have time for y'all to be split. Just give me the check. I'm getting out of here. What's the first digit say, and how many digits are before the daggone? God bless that person. D- before the daggone. I've had to mm-hmm. do this once or twice in my life just because I didn't have time to wait. Well, here's what I you got: better do. things
1: to do. Here's what you can't do. The hey, we need to split this four ways, and I didn't have a drink.
2: That person did, and all that. That's too yes. complicated. So- you can't do that.
1: That's like that's way too much work.
2: There was a place, and I thought about this the other day. There was a place in downtown D.C. back when I used to work in journalism there. It was a place called Vapiano's. And the reason why this thing was so cool Vapiano's. Vapiano, eh? uh-huh. is that when you got there, you got a card. And so you would get your own food. When you bought drinks, they would pit your card. And so when you needed to leave, mm. all you did was take your card to the front and pay Ball your part of it. You could Irish exit with the best of them and not disrespect everybody and you didn't have to goof around when you bought other people drinks as to who's it was going on and this, that, and the third. Yeah. It was a great system. There's
4: places now here, I know 33 taps says it, but there's a lot of places, I think it's I think it's called like Tab or something, where you can you just do your own ordering, you can sit at the table, you have a little QR code, you scan your stuff, you get what you want, and then you pay your own bill when you're ready to leave. I'm much more fan of that, but I'm also, <laughs> if I do... I'm going out to get drinks, with people. I'm more of like a, a round person. Like, oh, yeah. I'll get this round. You get the next one, and kind of it ends up evening out if everyone participates. Uh, in the leave round I
2: can also and they buy the first round, then I you're out of there. Yeah. I can I can attest to that. I've seen Emily do that, and I've also bought rounds for her and her friends, so I know that she's yes, not just making that up.
1: for Emily, the radio. I'm, I'm very disappointed that when we tried to do a Vapianos, you didn't jump in. <laughs>
4: hey, I'm walking in. I'm walking. Gotta get it. some bone marrow.
2: <laughs> Vapianos is so great. So, what do you when you go bone? marrow yeah. are you do you use it as like a dipping sauce or do you put it on the bread or do you just bread. you put it on the bread every time yeah and it's it's basically the
1: way it's served got a small little spoon so you got room there and it's
2: basically for the bread i am the kind of person that will dip things in the bone marrow, as I go, which on.
1: is okay if you're if it's because there's so much butter that's just ton. sitting there, oil, yeah. whatever. Exactly that you got to, yeah, you got to use a bread for that. Got to
2: use, okay, sop it up. Fair
1: All enough. Enough <laughs> bone marrow, bone marrow talk. Hey, did you see coming up next? Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Yates in the house. Seven ten ESPN. What's going on there, Taylor?
0: Not much. So did so did Berg send you like a Venmo request this morning? Oh, no, no. Is, is that coming? Um,
1: <laughs> the renegade, as it's known, you yeah. know, in the card table since world. Since he's back off, down to Earth. Yeah, since he's off today, I think he'll probably just take
2: it directly out. of Payroll the deductions. Yeah, yeah payroll that's
0: deductions. precisely
2: where he's going with that. Yeah, good call.
0: Okay, guys, did you see that there was a survey and they listed things that people pretend to like. Oh, so atop the list this is my kind of topic atop Tents the line. list we had in, uh influencers so online influencers second okay. were bars or restaurants where nobody can hear you and third was going out and getting blackout drunk <laughs> <laughs> so kind of a random assortment there but uh what's something that you're convinced people are just pretending to enjoy clinton
2: the, okay so this ties into the last conversation we had lobsters on the list I think a lot of... There's a lot... This is a big food thing. I think a lot of people front like they like a lot of things. IPAs come to mind as well um, that they don't actually like. And the beer industry, I think, thrives on this. The whole world of sours and all of this stuff. And I'm, I'm sure there are people that genuinely like a lot of these beers with a lot of funky taste. And I'm one of those people. I don't do sours, but I do do a lot of big-time hoppy beers. I think that there is a lot of fake in the funk in what is the craft beer industry, for sure. No doubt know,
4: maybe about Maybe it. I want my drink to taste <clears throat> good, and that, therefore I don't want to have the super hoppy, crafty okay, beer. Okay,
2: but I don't think that there is – like. I mean, listen, I live across the street from a brewery. They got 35 different types of beer every single day of the week, and they're rotating them every four days. I'm like, what? Well, come on. You're telling me that the, the, there's – Who's drinking this Who's drinking all day. these Ugh. beers? You know what I'm saying? There's only so much capacity the human body has for different palates of taste in beers, but then maybe that's just me. Okay, if I, if I stay on this theme,
1: I think coffee's on that list, where people – I drink coffee every day, sometimes a couple cups of coffee, I don't really drink coffee, saying to myself, "Oh my God, this this tastes amazing." Yeah, like what? There's so many things that you put in your mouth, or you drink, or you eat, or something along those lines, and you say to yourself, hey, "That tastes really good." Cup of oh my gosh, this is really refreshing. Whatever it is, right? Yeah. How many times do you sit there and you say, and I don't put anything in my coffee, so I just, I mean, I, I put some, I put some milk in there, but that's right. it. So it's like. Do you drink coffee and say, oh my gosh, this tastes amazing? So you think people
2: are just acting like they like coffee more, but the effects of it's it, health wise? It's the effects wise, of it. That's the only thing. Really like? the only thing. Okay, I got one other
1: Sometimes thing. Sometimes
4: it's okay.
2: But you one, one other thing. Because I do like the smell of coffee, but I don't drink
1: it because I don't I, need it. I think there's, this isn't a drink thing or a food thing or any of that. I think people pretend to like where they work. <laughs> that happens.
4: Is this autobiographical?
1: <laughs> I think this happens all the time. It's like you're, you got somebody that is a manager somewhere and he's like do you know how fortunate we are to work here? Oh, and like, those types. What a fortunate
4: moment we find ourselves in. You got me by that? And happy. I think
1: everybody there is like, yeah, absolutely. And then the moment they get off work saying, what am I doing?
2: That's changed a lot, though, that man. That happens a lot. Those days, those days are kind of behind us. The idea of, I mean, heck, look at Nikola Jokic. The idea of my job. As jo- in you could be more honest My about job it. is my life. Yeah, the Gen Zs or whatever, the We're Gen Alphas balance. of the world, yeah. whatever they're calling these children these days. They don't act like they like it. Where's the paycheck? Get me out of here. I got better things to do. Okay, I got seven more. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Go
4: ahead. All right. Obviously, you know I have some. Uh, so first thing, <laughs> food-related, though, cauliflower substitutes. People pretend to want the cauliflower wings, the cauliflower crust pizza, whatever else. We all know it tastes like... You know what? Okay, so cauliflower substitute is poor, and the only reason people probably do is because they're vegan and they don't want to, you know, do the other option, or they're just trying
1: to pretend like, uh, like, convince themselves they're doing something healthy. I've definitely done that. I've definitely done that. It sucks. And then you look at the calories. I'm like, it's kind of basically the same calorie. Yeah, because the
4: sauce you put on the on on the chicken wing is more of the gross stuff. Also, other thing. And don't come at me for this. But I want to.
1: I want to go to like so hold 11, on, hold thirty on. with Emily's. Yeah, list, where are you on got what's got known there. as cauliflower
2: rice?
4: <laughs> it's terrible. Just yeah, have normal good. rice. Yeah, okay, that it's that not, that not, not that, that different. That. Okay. 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 Also, other thing that is, uh, uh, if people pretend to like Vegas. Sorry, don't come out for me. No, that's, to like Vegas. that's
2: a good call. And Vegas is one of those places that generationally will affect you a lot of different ways. You yeah. go to Vegas with your boys when you're 21, different situation than if you yep. go to Vegas with your conference when you're 30 or with your you know partner when you're 45 mm-hmm. and you want to see some act from 20 years ago who's got yeah. a residency. It's got a lot of different lives to live Vegas. I'm okay with that one. That The Vegas one, I, I agree with. Cauliflower catching a major stray
1: there. Taylor, any any on the list for you?
0: For me, even though I run myself, I would say running uh, long distances. I think people that yeah. are doing these half marathons and marathons, they gotta be lying to themselves. Um, I wish
1: I
2: could lie to myself more with that. <laughs> My uh so, so you know what's funny is you meet people sometimes and they'll tell you, you know, I've never run a marathon. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm like, how do you know? Well, because <laughs> you would have told me if you've run a marathon, because <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 everybody run... runs a marathon, constantly talks
0: about running marathons. That's all I have to say. did a half. Okay, let's do another one really quick here. I think did you, you have see... to turn
1: around and go back again. I can't <laughs> understand that. Return trip.
0: <laughs> did you see that only 2% of actors earn a living from acting, and 0.04% of actors are actually what you call, quote-unquote, famous? So, Slee, who deserves to be more famous? And they don't have to necessarily be an actor, um, but, Slee, who do you think the public should see more of? Problem is, I think some of the names
1: that I have... I think they're already famous. Like if I said, "I yeah. wish Vince Vaughn
2: was
0: in more movies."
1: You're not.
2: You don't have your ear to the streets on on the latest thespians that are up and coming these
0: days. That's not something you could be a comedian, could be a you know, sportscaster, caster, sports writer, anybody. This guy sitting next to you right now,
1: <laughs> Chris Mouse. No, Chris Mouse doesn't count because he's Personality of the Year. I will also say this:
2: I am now. thinking I'm, to think here, I'm in my Jackie Robinson year. I am not at the stage now where if it doesn't, if they're not like. Baseball prospects, I'm not finding out about them until they've gotten to a stage where most people already know about them. Okay. I'm not one of these guys that's hanging out at, I don't know, let's just say the Honky Tonk, where some guy is playing his new jam that is yet to hit Nashville. I don't have those kind of street connects when it comes to music or even acting like that these days. Who should be more famous?
4: Um, so I think music-wise, this person I just saw recently, Caroline Rose. I think she's fantastic. I think she has a lot of talent, a lot of vision. I think that she would be great to get bigger and more famous. Uh, Also, this band Muna that I really love that I'm going to see again this uh, October. That's fantastic. And then also an actress that I think should be more famous, and I think she's super talented. I just saw her in a really interesting movie, is Eliza Scanlon. And she was in Little Woman. She's been in this uh, miniseries called Sharp Objects, but she's incredibly talented. So those are very niche, and I know people don't really care about it, but I think those should be more famous. Okay. Is there
1: is there an athlete that we would all agree should be more famous? Maybe doesn't get enough love. Maybe person Yates
2: has oh. a great
1: has a great personality. <laughs> and we um, talk
2: about. That's a really good question. Uh, we'll, we'll return to that.
1: I tell you, you, got another one there.
0: That's it for today. Thank okay. you, Taylor. Yeah, thank you. All right, um,
1: we come back. Are we throwing this to you now, or we could
5: just kind of make it part of the show? We can make it fluid. Okay. Do you want to do it now or do you want to like set Let's up? Let's do it right
1: now. Okay, so we you do your leaderboard update for the U.S. Open. Okay, which is going because I got to
5: right be. I've done. A, it's been a long time since I was like an update anchor. I see you hit the. I uh, never actually officially was, but you hit I, the pro uh, shop hard. That's a good look. Look, look. At, the, look at the ball in here. Yeah, I'm saying you hit you the pro the shop hard. Morales is decked out. Here we go. Yeah, well, here's cool. the thing. I don't date. I don't have kids. I don't have a family. So you save up for these moments where you just hit it hard. This <laughs> is soft. <laughs> it's a softball. I didn't realize this was. This is like a. Taylor, hit the stager. Here we go. 123rd U.S. Open we go. At L.A. Country Club, and it was a spectacle yesterday. Mm. Getting up those hills. I don't know how Travis is going to do it tomorrow. He's not having it. In vans. Oh, my gosh. It started at 6.45 a.m. My relative, Omar Morales, the amateur, along with Jacob Sullivan, they teed off. And right now, your leader at minus 4 through 15 is Jacob Sullivan. Mm. Sullivan, unfortunately, Omar Morales is at about 21, but he's an amateur. What do you think is going to happen when you're an amateur at LACC? Did not realize we had a family friend in the tournament, oh, oh, in I the mean, draw. That's, somebody made that joke that's on his that, cousin. That's an extra joke. That's M- why it's funny. Meanwhile, Ricky Fowler is tied for second, minus three through nine. He started on the back. Fa- fan favorite, Ricky Fowler. 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 Exactly. Producer Lindsey went there this morning to just stalk Ricky Fowler, as yeah. I would do too. Sure. Bryson DeChambeau started on the back. He birdied 14 and 15. He made up for his bogeys at 11 and 17. He is currently minus one through 10. The 2021 U.S. Open champion, John Rahm. Some people say he's my doppelganger. I, I take that as a compliment. He started on the back. He's even through eight. Phil tees off at 12.59 p.m. on number 10 with Patrick Harrington and Keegan Bradley. And today at one fifty four p.m. on Hole 1, Brooks Kepka. And Rory, of course, the Battle of Live and PGA, along with Hideki Matsuyama, one fifty-four p.m. I can't wait. That is your U.S. Open leaderboard update brought to you by Pinehurst Resort. At Pinehurst, it is someone's U.S. Open every day. Visit, what? I didn't say no. Right, Visit not. Pinehurst.com now to plan your stay. Of course, Pinehurst, the site of U.S. Open 2024 next year.
1: You know what just happened? End of the first quarter updates... It's going to be Chris Morales. That's strong. End of the first no. quarter, Rams no. updates.
2: No, no. It's going to be Chris Morales. No, no, no. Can we talk about this update music, though? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready
1: I, I'm ready to go all right. Emily's pull gonna the caper kill me. off. Emily's going to kill me if I don't go to a uh, break here. We'll go to break. We'll come back. And I still got to figure out how Travis is going to get through all of tomorrow. And we got like, a lot of open. golf to Do talk. All that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeper Show, 710 ESPN.
3: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.